It's finished, Newcastle United won, Watford nil. Wow, I mean, I don't even know where that, uh, that result came from, basically. I mean, we've been on a run of 10 without a win. Um, I've just come out of the uh, Ashley Out protests in the Milburn stand, which, under the Milburn reception, which you can probably still hear in the background, uh, which was observed very, very well. Uh, lots of adrenaline pumping, uh, lots of passion for the club. And a lot of hatred for Mike Ashley, done in the right way. But we've, in the first half, we were absolutely getting blown away. Like, and, and not just because it was that windy. Um, we were awful. We, we gave away so many big chances in the, in the, in the first half. Watford had blown us away with their movement, with their passing, with their, um, just their conviction. And, and we just didn't have any ideas really. And um, we. We struggled. I mean, a couple of times we, we, we got a couple of corners here and there, but in terms of like actual chances, few and far between. We had a we had a free kick from Shelby that was over, but we. I mean, the first half for us was characterised by Watford basically just hammering us, absolutely rinsing us at the back, um, and it was De, De poor finishing that probably meant that they weren't two in a little bit half time. Um, they missed a lot of chances, and I think they. they, they, they in terms of the counter-attacking stuff, they were they were really really impressive first half, but they just didn't have the finishes. They didn't have the cutting edge that they needed to see the game out. And I think if they go in at half time two 0 up, even one 0 up, we we'll probably don't get back into that game at all. I think it was only the fact that they missed so many chances in the end that we kind of grew in stature as they just had chance after chance after chance after chance and couldn't couldn't do anything with it couldn't breach Dubravka and I thought Fernandez was excellent first half I thought Kennedy put a real shift and he was trying to do things on the wing as well he was cutting inside Muto was everywhere I mean sometimes it didn't always pay off for him but he was really running himself into the ground for the good of the team and I thought Muto was absolutely Muto was excellent um, but sadly the, again the, 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 that, that first that first half was characterised by a number of uh, a number of missed chances for them and, and injuries to us. So um, Muto pulled himself, um, chasing after the ball. He was doing a lot of um, high pressing. He injured himself. So on came Perez. I mean, it was with Rondon Muto from what kind of thing. And this, this is kind of the team we should have started the season with. It really should have been. But um, we've got to this point where Rondon's actually ready to start, you know, start games and play the full 90 minutes. Um, but Muto got injured, and on came Perez. Um, he put himself about a bit and first half then we had um, then we had Shelby um, early, this was in the second half Shelby got a knock to the, to the back of his calf tried to run it off didn't happen and he had to uh, he had to come off for, for key and, and it was almost like those changes kind of made the difference um, at half time Lascelles who didn't get booed rightfully I was his big, biggest critic in the week and I criticised what he said and rightfully so because he shouldn't have said after Daft's comments really naive I think um, but the fans were on side he put in a good shift he was committed fully committed but again maybe a little bit too committed and he ended up coming off at half time possibly holding his shoulder something I don't know quite what the 
I don't know quite what the, um, the, the the injury was there. I've only just come out of the game myself, so I don't know. But it got to the point where after 50 minutes, so Cher came on for Lascelles, and after 50 minutes, we'd made all three subs. So what we had, we, we was kind of stuck with really. Um, and we, as we started to grow in stature a bit, I mean, they wasted about five really clear-cut chances in the game and just they couldn't manage it. The second half, they even hit the bar. They had a couple of one-on-ones, as I said, in, 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 trying to breach us in the, in, in the first half. De La Feu just skewed it and, 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 and just, just screwed every shot he had. It was... Um, I mean, it's, it's very, he's very indicative of, of how Watford are. Him and Pereira, who can be, when they're on their game, they're absolutely class and they can tear any team in the Premier League apart. Like they did last week. Both of them were amazing, but then this week, as Watford can be, massively, massively inconsistent and can't seem to finish the game off. And, and, they, and they couldn't. They couldn't. So I think we had, like, we had like five shots in the first half and one on target. And we, in the second half, we had five shots on target. Sorry, five shots and then one on target. So, stats-wise, attacking-wise, are similar, identical. However, the manner of how we went about our chances in the second half and the, the control that we gained in the second half pulls apart. I mean, I think Watford had about, uh, I think Watford had about 13, 12 shots in the first half, but they only had three in the second half. They only managed one shot on target all game. And, 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 and that cost them. That, that absolutely cost them. Um, I thought Fernandez was having a really good game at the back before, especially in the first half. But then when Cher came on, the pair of them, I thought, were absolutely brilliant, winning everything. Um, they're just two very solid guys and will commit to tackles. They don't shirk anything. And the physicality that that Watford have and can have um, going into the you know the final third. That Isaac's success is built like an absolute fridge, and they were able to, to have him under control. And, and, and what I was really impressed about Kennedy today, absolutely superb at both ends of the pitch. So he was, he was doing all the, the defensive mucky work that, you know, jockeying and, 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 and holding up play for them. So he was doing all of that work, but then he was doing all his dribbles as well and trying to create, make things happen in the final third as well. And obviously, it looked really tasty, and, and, and you know the best moment, the key moment for me, for, for Kennedy, who I'll, I'll give man of the match to, because he was honestly unbelievable, was where we had a corner, and he had won it. Uh, it was a big part of why he won it. And he started holding the back of his thigh, and I was thinking, Christ, man, don't, don't get injured, because we've got no subs left, right? We's, we'd already lost Shelby, Lascelles, and... Um, Shel yeah, Shelby Lascelles and um, Muto and so he like pulled his shorts up because he was kind of feeling it on the back of his muscles so anyway I was thinking Christ is he going to have to come off yet like we can't afford him to go off but he sort of like gingerly went to the end of the area where he's supposed to go for the corners they counter-attack and broke and almost ap almost almost destroyed us um, great play on the right hand side um, don't know if it was uh, success or it was Decore but um Basically, we'd pull two defenders across, ball squared, I mean, it's a goal. It's a, it's a goal all day. And Kennedy's run from, his, from the attacking from the Watford box, he's run the length of the pitch on an injury, and, I, and I, he's probably got a knock. He's not 100% fit at this point. He's run the other end of the pitch, and he's sli slid in, and he's made a, a, probably a match-saving tackle, because I think if they equalise, they go on and dominate, and we lose, the crowd goes, 
and we don't win that game at all. So absolutely unbelievable effort from Kennedy. And you could see he was really thriving on the noise and the encouragement. And, and that's what the crowd got today. We got those loads of, there's a nice variation of chance, much better atmosphere here and then against Brighton. And we actually dominated against Brighton. So you'd think there'd be more reason for us to be. But I think, you know, the, the, the goal came sort of, um, probably around the hour mark, sort of like midway through the, the, the second half. And we got a, we got, we, it was a bit of, I mean, Key at this point was really sort of, making the game take over he was he was the metronome he was the engine he was dictating play he was in control the composure of that fella is unbelievable um really really impressive so we got a we got a we got a free kick on the on the on the edge on the corner of their box on the left hand side of you facing the goal and richie's over it and uh and key's over it and i've said i said it though next was i'm just thinking that you know, key's got really good delivery really good delivery so we just flights it over and I'm absolutely in line with where Perez just leaped in, nodded it over um, the keeper, and, and it's gone in 1 0, and the place erupt. And it's probably, I mean, at that point, we probably, we almost hadn't battled as much in terms of the whole game perspective. So it's almost like we sort of, you know, massively sort of didn't deserve that, that, that lead when we got it, but hell, we, we fought to hold on to it. Really, really impressive from everybody there. and. You know, Rondon, I think, did a lot of unsung work today. You might think, well, he wasn't really involved. Where was he? But he was. His strength is holding up. He was a presence, and he, he caused their defenders problems. He made them think. And I think if it's Perez and Muto up front, they just knock them off the ball dead easy. One thing I will say for the linesman on our side, I'm on the East stand, he was absolutely appalling, didn't give us anything. He was missing clear fouls. He was missing handballs from them. I mean, he was missing clear throw-ins to us. I mean, it's it's pales in insignificance now. It doesn't matter. But I just thought he had a very very poor game. Hey, really funny. There's a lad sitting next to me, some guy, and uh, he was one of these who just. I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a gobshite anyway. But he's he's one of these who likes to uh, just basically manage. He's a proper touchline manager from the stands, and he's going. He's going. Close him down. Go for the block. Stay on your feet. Tackle, no tackle. He said, tackle him, no tackles within the same five seconds. Make your mind up, fella. Is it tackles or is it no tackles? Um, his, his other favourite one was uh, wake up, insert Newcastle player's name. So it's like, wake up, Shelby. And Shelby had actually had a quite a good game up to that point. In, in, in about the 80th minute, he goes, wake up, Kennedy. I'm like, are you fucking for real? Kennedy's the best player on the park. Wake up. You wake up. He's, not, he's clearly watching a different game. So, I mean, and the best line was, what was it? Win the ball, you win the game. And he said it a few times, good sound. Win the ball, you win the game. See, every time like Newcastle tried to do something like, uh, did something positive, um, like closing down or something, he was almost like taking credit for it. He's going, so they'd close it down, you'd be like, yeah, 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 that's it. See, see, dead easy, dead easy. See, I to it's almost like saying, I told you, I told you this would work. And he can't criticize him, just like, tell you what, fella, let Rafa do his job. Um, Rafa, Word on Rafa after this week, um, I thought he was brilliant. I think um, the way he made those changes work in the second half and the encouragement he would have given the team, given we were, I mean, we're, we were, at half time, we, were, we should have been down and we should have probably lost that game in that moment, but we didn't. And that's down to Rafa. His encouragement, his, 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 his team talk, 
and the way he was able to manage the integration of three subs after 50 minutes absolute genius he's an absolute genius it deserves every point you can see how happy he was he's on the pitch clapping he was giving Kennedy a massive uh, round of applause as well he was giving him a big hug Rafa was very keen to go to his players he was very quick to go to the fans and what a day three points out of nowhere and you know a few people were asking me at the start of the you know the start of the day like what do you think is going to happen and you know what I, I said I sort of fancy us today because Watford can be inconsistent and when you go on a run like ours with no win in 10 we are going to win at some point and we have but when we, we are going to win it's probably going to catch everyone off guard it's going to be at a time that you kind of least expected and even at half time it seemed fanciful that we even got out of there with a point but it, as it happens Perez's uh, lovely flicked header is enough to seal the game it was a beautiful goal in fairness with what was a very scrappy game it got a bit tasty towards the end um, a few yellow cards uh, flying in there was a possible stamp um, was it possibly on Yedlin over on the far side um, again I wasn't close to it I haven't seen any replays I don't know what everyone's saying about it on Twitter so I don't know if there was a stamp but a, a big melee ensued um, Hollybass came right in um, when he was obviously some of the, the what I think it was Pereira was getting some pelters from, uh, from Newcastle players and then big Fabian Share just with this massive chest just like went in on this went in on Hollybass and it was just like it was just carnage for a little bit and I mean at this point I was just I was loving it because there was only a few minutes left their heads had gone um, they had an elbow in our face as well uh, in the last couple of minutes which could have seen more than a yellow I thought largely the referee did alright his linesman was pretty shit though um, but what a day um, it, it, it's so so important to kick off with a home win and it's two back to back clean sheets which those are the kind of stats that we kind of forget about but we've had back to back clean sheets now um, and that's something to absolutely build on I'm absolutely buzzing and I hope everyone has a really bloody good night and for, for hopefully for once we might not be uh, bottom of the match of the day um, running order table which we usually are we're usually last aren't we so uh, but I um, what I'm absolutely buzzing for buzzing for three points which is why I thought I'd do a video straight away and um, there's a few um, like I say there was a magpie protest at the Melbourne reception um, straight after the game people channeling that positive energy there was some Rafa chance as well and um, there's some positive Newcastle chance but there's also a lot of Mike Ashley out because even though we've won a game let's not forget that Mike Ashley's a major problem and he, need, he still needs to go one result doesn't change anything it's much bigger than that I've been Adam of the Two Network this has been a match report live from St James's Park um, please subscribe um, on YouTube if you haven't already apply for notifications please like the video and tell your friends and share it um, if you listen to this on um, iTunes or SoundCloud please give us a like please give us a subscribe there as well follow us on Facebook at The Two Network 1892 and of course we're on Twitter at The Two Network I've been Adam we've won 1-0 first win of the season first win since May when we smashed Chelsea 3-0 what a day man absolutely buzzing let's go and see some fireworks bye bye <laughs>